You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 away is the gym it's pretty far because we're right now we're recording lando we're on out of the blank but we're dick time dick no, time lando. stop throwing your segments in these oh, areas wrong, wrong podcast wrong yeah. podcast this is a different podcast hey man, i think your listeners would appreciate uh the dick time dick time lando yeah it's Aquaman's no Aquaman. look they don't need that disease in their head right now okay well, if they want it they're trying they to be stiff talkers. That's the whole thing. I was walking <laughs> all the way home and that's the only thing I could think of the whole entire time that literally <laughs> I'm trying to listen to a podcast and I keep just singing in my head over and over and over again. It's catchy, man. So, Hey, any out of the blank listeners out there, check out Sif talkers, a star Wars podcast, and you'll get this catchy segment song cut, uh, uh, caught in your, oh God, I can't even fucking talk. It's been a long day, man. Uh, stuck in your head and it's called dick time and lando do you think all right so this is actually a pretty weird question i've always wondered what made music kind of so popular and i realized that there's a key like i guess pitch or tone uh between a certain number of decibels that is reactive into our brain that makes a song so catchy and gets stuck into your head and i i learned that now with all the new songs that are coming out nowadays like the popular chart hits the ones that are like one hit wonders um the ones that are like quickly get stuck in your head you're like why do i keep singing old town road is because the studio has found what that is and they use that template on every major song so now they're not even pumping out music to last anymore they're just pumping out music to hit the charts for a good month or so and then go out yeah dude it's called nickelback your favorite fucking band that i hate why does everyone <laughs> shit on nickelback it is not look, that bad yeah, everybody look, knows look. what photograph yeah. and everybody oh, knows every time they look at it All it right, makes look. them laugh let me grab your nickelback cd just just send just mail it to me so you i can look like I can a pull, member of nickelback i can pull my pants i can pull my pants down and shit on it Put it in a fucking FedEx envelope and FedEx back to you, okay? Because then the album will probably be better. But so. then you'd have to hand it to somebody because technically you work with FedEx. I, I do. <laughs> so you'd be handling your own shit. <laughs> That's right. I do handle my shit. There you go. <laughs> but no, man, to your point, it's, it's funny, man, right? Because there's, so there's only so many notes, right, in music, right? There's A, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Every American dog goes to bed early. I mean, that is it. And that's why there's so many songs that sound similar, man. There's only so many notes. Um, but you're right, dude. Like, uh, dude, John Kruger Mellencamp, Nickelback, dude, Green Day, right? Um, Offspring, like all these, all these bands and all these um, artists, right? You know, they just use those same catchy, look, man, I can dude, you want me to go get my acoustic guitar? I can sit, I can go get it no, and, no, and, no, and do, do that. that. You don't D be that guy. Don't three be, note look, catchy no, song for stop. you. No, I'm just saying, right. That's all you need. Like, do not it, be the guy that pulls out the guitar <laughs> at a party. Doesn't know how to really play it, but, but knows, I know how to play it, but, but, but knows the basic chords where everyone's like, he's so good. I'm like, he's playing the same shit over and over again. That's what I'm telling you. I can grab my guitar and play. D C G 
and come up with a nice catchy song, man. And it's he really just simple. slays ass too. <laughs> oh, if you got, there's always the guitar guy. There's always a guitar guy at the party. I swear. Every time I literally show up, I'm like, all right, who's, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Someone's pulling out an acoustic guitar in exactly two hours from now. Once he's not one. <laughs> I'll tell you, I have a funny story about a guy with an acoustic guitar. Um, when I was a teenager, I went to a, um, uh, this is when I belonged to a uh, youth group. Um, and it was a non-denominational church uh, youth group. I don't know why I had to throw that in there, but it was just a non-denominational church. And we went to this like concert called Ichthus. And basically Ichthus was like uh, Woodstock for like Christian music. So it was pretty cool, man. And there was this guy, you know, on the side of the road or the sidewalk or whatever, and had the acoustic guitar, had his case out there, people throwing money in it. And dude, this right, it's it's catchy, man. And his song DGC, and it was Let's make pizza and not nuclear bomb. Let's make pizza and not nuclear bombs. That's exactly how he sounded. Dude, and I bought one of his singles, his cassette singles, back in the day and supported him. And yeah, I don't know why I thought of it, but that song like is... I think that's that's pretty interesting because like I get a... When I went to Hawaii, they had a flea market and there was like all these like, you know, you know how you get the wannabe artists, like the guys that are like producing their own CDs, but sometimes like you get a CD and they're like, yo, this is my tape. Yo, listen to it. It's going to make your, you know... It's going to make your life change. And I was like, okay. So I was looking at flea markets and there were all these like off, like these kind of people just trying to pump out their EPs, which was interesting. And then when I came back home and was listening to someone, I'm like, wow, they're actually really, really good. And some dude, as it, when I was a jet ski guy, actually tipped me with his EP. His name was Big Puff Daddy. And- <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Like, is this like a spin off Puff Daddy? Just listen, he on the front cover, it's like this really shitty wrapped, like look like he grabbed like saran wrap and then wrapped it. And it's, it literally was a tequila bottle and it was an ass on top of the tequila bottle. (laughs) (laughs) And I was only question I had to ask was, did the full force of the tequila bottle, like, did you actually sit on it or are you just hovering over on top of it? <laughs> My buddy's like, why would you, why? He's like, throw it in the trash. I'm like, well, we have to listen to it. And he's like, dude, we just worked our ass off doing jet skis. And the last thing I want to do is listen to Big Puff Daddy in my car. I'm like, well, <laughs> look, we didn't make out with any tips today. We made 375. I'm going to play this because maybe this is the gold mine here. So we put it We put it in the car. And the first song is, I think it's called um, Queen of... Oh God, I can't remember what the last part. It starts with the D queen of damn damsels or something. It was something really like, kind of like it sound punky, but you put it in it's, and it was, I swear to God, it was, it, it was trash. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was trash. I guess my point, that's like someone coming up to you be like, Hey man, what, what, what tape, what, what, what music do you have in your car right now? And you have to go uh, big, big uh, puff, puff daddy. It's like, <laughs> I was, I was, my buddy's like, yeah, let's keep the windows up and let's keep the volume on seven. I was like, dude, it's funny, bad though. Like, it's like, have you ever seen Krispy Kreme, the dude that did the Daniel Tosh? Krispy Kreme, dude, I love those donuts. We used to have them here in Indiana and now they're all gone. Jesus, I, donuts are disgusting, dude. I um, haven't had donuts in like over two years, mind you. I haven't you. had donuts in like four years. 
I remember I used to be in love with the freaking dark chocolate, the all chocolate mm. ones. And then I was just like, I wonder what brown sugar tasted like. Changed my life. <laughs> What's wrong with brown sugar? Everybody needs a little brown sugar. I didn't, I just didn't never even thought I was like, I like chocolate and this is, I don't want to go out of my comfort zone. And then one day, like my dad's like, didn't have chocolate. So why don't you try the brown sugar? I'm like, okay. So I tried the brown sugar, but no, I've never been a huge donut fan. Like all the people are like, I want the cream only. I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, I just like the creams. They sit there and suck on it like a vampire. I'm like, you're an animal. <laughs> you're an animal. Speaking of cream and you know, switch over to some Dunkin' Donuts, man. They fucking jip you on, uh, cause I was a huge fan of like the chocolate cream filled donuts, but Dunkin' Donuts, I don't know here in Indiana, man, all, they just put like a fucking like dime size, uh, portion. And then the rest is just all powder, sugar, fucking donut. So that's like mostly what life is. It's just kind of like false hopes and dreams. <laughs> That's a good metaphor for life. <laughs> it is. You get to the inside where all the good gooey stuff is and you got a dime sized portion. It's like you hit your good <laughs> years when you're like in your like forties is like your, your most memorable moments. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Right. Dude, I'm, I'm turning 42 in a couple of weeks and yeah, this is the, the best time of my life. Well, it's not the best time, but it's like the prime moments you really remember and take hold. Cause now you've had kids and now you have all these wonderful things. It's Shit, like I have adults. Yeah, exactly. But right. it's the bundle. It, that's like, that's the prime like thing of like a, a happiness. I would say when you're in your twenties, you're in your, it's what you're like. It's, it's like being young. It's your invincibility stages. You know what I mean? Like you can get hit by a fucking car. Next thing you know, you can get up the next day and go to work. I don't think so, my friend. Cause listen, I think it's all about your state of mind. Right. So because like I said, I'll be 42 in a couple of weeks and I feel like I'm in like the best shape, the best condition for physically, like for my body. Did I, feel I not I'm the say, best, did okay? I not say this right. was your prime time? You're at the jelly filled part right now, <laughs> but I've, I've had to work hard at it. Right. So yeah, back in my twenties, dude, I fucking run, you know, fucking down the fucking sidewalk and I'd be fucking like on the floor dying. So because you probably drank and you probably no, did a bunch of stupid. I did not. Then why the hell were you that out of shape? Because I never, dude, I've all, I look so of course I just, it, I, I just walked 10 miles unprepared in the dark. And the only thing that got my ass home quicker was the fact that I was wearing all black and it was night. And I know a bunch of stories about how sketchy kids get hit by cars mistakenly because they couldn't be seen. Bullshit. The people just swerve off like you do when you see a deer. You're like, I'm going to hit that fucker real quick. And then, you know, if I would have saw you on the fucking street and yeah, on the side of the road jogging at nighttime, I would have drove by and said, what the fuck is this motherfucker doing and i would have said can i get a ride but apparently <laughs> nobody picks up hitchhikers anymore. i told you to uber i told you to fucking I'm not uber. spending money on uber that's a false pipe dream it's just the government okay. but it would have got you home oh hold on let me let, 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 let me bring some self right like some self-righteousness in here right we were talking about this earlier uh before we did my podcast you could have ubered you could have had a real conversation with a complete stranger no they don't give you conversation oh come on they don't man. give you conversation they give, they give you what you want so you'll give them that five-star rating i, I said <laughs> i swear to god <laughs> what's, need what's a, that do for dude, i want to design i want to design an app okay because all right so uber you can leave reviews you can leave five-star ratings did you know that there's a concept idea or you can maybe 
look for a house that ha- that has a bathroom for you to shit in. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so it's an app. Now you look on this app, what's the nearest toilet near you? So you don't want to go to a gas station or something like my Royal Farms. There's been a plunger or no, it's a mop. It's been shoved in the toilet for probably two months now. Some dude was like, I ain't dealing with this and just chucked it right in there. So every time I go in there, I'm like, can't go poop here. And um, so I'm wondering if you had an app that would tell you the closest nearest location and it has pictures of the bathroom. And then when you walk in, there's like a little guy in a tuxedo. Like, would you like, uh, would you like um, some spray? Maybe something to, you know, refresh the room or maybe something before you go out into the world smelling like complete ass. And I'm like, I'd like an after dinner mint. Yes. Whatever, man, dude, I'm more caveman. Right. So like, fuck that fucking bullshit. Fuck your app. Fuck that. I'm going to fucking just stop, stop on the side of the road go into the bush and fucking piss or go to the fuck. And then dude leaves. I'm telling you, man, I did no, it as a kid. Hey, I did hey, it as a kid. Hey, hey. But w- with all the, with all the right. stuff going on in the world. All where, right. You can't do that anymore. No, 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 no. Where right. society is building up so many ways. There's no more trees to wipe your ass with. You're going to have to, re- you're going to have to, you're going to have to reach for your freaking neighbor's mail and start just take, looking at his junk mail. Like I'm going to have to use this people's magazine that he obviously doesn't read. Oh, what's he, what's he got a subscription to birds. Okay. Well, let me use this. Hey, that's illegal, by the way. You can't fuck with people's mail. So, yeah, that's but a if federal you, offense, my friend. If you explain to a cop, I had to shit, so I grabbed his junk mail. I'm pretty sure he's going to be like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm just sure. Uh, fucking Sergeant Joe Smith. Yeah, he'll completely understand that. Sergeant Joe Smith. He's got what? He's got the most American names, Joe and Smith. <laughs> That's how I come up with names, uh, FYI, for like uh, when I come up with Stormtrooper names for my podcast, I use the most generic names. Exactly. Stormtrooper Joe, Stormtrooper Mark. I, yeah, I just try to. Yeah, that, that's like my thing. Gener- generic names are perfect. Do you think like if you were a foreigner coming over and trying to get a job and you had like a really unique name and you were trying to get into the government that you would get a new name like you would go under a different name? Like if I don't think the government or the police force would hire um, on the basis of like, you're like, if you're going to join an anti-terrorism group and in the government or some type of security force system, and your name was like Rakahim Shamadoff or something, do you think they would look at that and be like, no, nah, that's not happening. <laughs> no, here. They're going to look at me and be like, from now on, your name is fucking blaze <laughs> McTaserson. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> exactly. So does does he roll with that or does he do a discrimination thing? Um, well, I would roll with it. Dude, do you know how cool it would be to name to have the name Blaze and have it like on your fucking name tag? It's like, like the movie Dodgeball where there's like 10 people and they're like, this is Blazer. <laughs> this is Azer. This is Chaser. Awesome. I'll be like, hey, Joe, come here. I, I need you to meet our new employee. Uh, this is Blaze. I'd be like, hey, I'm Blaze. Nice to meet you. Well, you named your kids really good nick. You like you have you gave your kids very good nicknames that one with like the Star Wars thing. Well, yeah, because my son, well, his name is Anakin, and he's and he has no nickname. You would just call him Anakin. But my daughter, she's got the normal name, uh, Annabella, and we call her Anna. So she go like me, Michael, Mike. I I I don't go by Michael. Only people in my family call me Michael. Um, okay, Michael. Yeah, fuck you. So I thought um, we were family. I was like the third cousin that you kept in the basement, like Goonies. <laughs> You're fucking sloth. <laughs> Toss him some shit. We got a cyclops that lives in the basement. 
Rocky Road. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. I, I see because it's weird because like I was always wondering, like, I don't know if I would want to have kids because but a lot of people are like when do you think of the name? Like, don't you think it's a little bit awkward? Like if you run into somebody and they're like 20 years old, like, what's your name? Like my parents haven't decided yet. It's like, well, fuck. Like, <laughs> how have you been getting through life? It's like we're waiting on the name. Yeah, we want to we want him to feel his name. And like, what do you mean you want him to feel his name? Like he'll know his, what his name is. I'm like, but if you call somebody their name. Like looking at you, you look like a Mike. Looking at me, I look like a Robbie. But that's all you know, right? But exactly. But it's like, but if it matches the face. So I'm wondering, is there like from when you're a child, does your brain naturally kind of Okay. So some people go by their middle name. So let's do this with us, right? So you call me Thomas or Tom. Do I look like a Thomas? Do I look like a, do I look like a Tom? You don't look like a train at all. There you <laughs> Oh man, my kids love that shit when they're younger. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, what's so what's your what's your middle name? I don't like saying my middle oh, name. Oh my fucking god, get over it. Fucking just say it. I'll, I'll let you guess it. Oh no, I'm not fucking doing this fucking bullshit. I'm not doing this on the internet for sure. That's one thing. <laughs> There's I get sensitive about my middle name. When Why? What's the big people. fucking deal? Because it's an old ass name. Who and it's cares? Like, Dude, I don't my even... fucking name. I have two of the most common fucking names. Michael Thomas. Good fucking Christ. Do you know how to spell your middle name? T-H-O-M-A-S, motherfucker. Okay, Jesus. I, I don't know how to spell my middle name. Well, come on, man. Come I swear to God, I don't know how to spell my middle name. All right, look, here, I'll deviate a little bit and I'll go to my daughter's. It starts name. with an S. Uh, yeah, fucking shit stick. There you go. So it is shit stick. <laughs> my my first name was gonna be shit, but it was taken in my family, so they'd have to call me little shit. Anyways, on to like I was like, wait, deep. time out. Hold on. I have a great story now. My grandpa. Okay, so my grandma has a stair, like a little step stool that I used as a kid, and she called it Robbie. Uh-huh. And so my name's Robbie. So. I, I, I pointed out, I was like, hey, like the stool's name is Robbie. That's my name. It's like two Robbies. And, she, and my grandpa just comes in out of nowhere. I swear to God, I don't know if I pissed him off earlier in the day. And he goes, yeah, she's got another one. It's a toilet. It's named Robbie too. And just like that <laughs> toilet and you, you're both full of shit. And ended it. <laughs> Boots. Yeah. And I just looked at him like, why? Why? But he just looked at me and goes, hey. And then like walks off. I'm like, he just Rogan laughed and left me here. He basically called you out telling you, you know, what kind of person you would become fucking someone who's full of shit. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks dad. <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Um, but back to my daughter's name real, really quickly here. Uh, her name is so long so when she had to do like the i step and all the you know the forms at school where you have to pencil in your name and there's so many boxes for it she can't fit her entire name because it's so long so her full name is like annabella elizabeth ferrando you know how fucking long that is like fucking cursed her with a with a name that's like fucking uh so long you can't fucking even put it on your i step exams and shit i I remember um my uh teacher when i got in trouble he'd make me write my first and last name over and over again a hundred times did he make you write your middle name what what is it he did make me write my middle name but i literally told him in the beginning i said i don't know how to spell my middle name 
What was and your middle name again? Because I, I, I remember you saying it. I never said it. You can't do some reverse psychology. <laughs> shit. Try that. Oh. I thought I'd, I'd let you guess it. It starts with an S. But I was like, I can't spell my middle name. And he looked at me like, if you don't do it, I'm not handling this anymore. You're going to leave my class. And I said, then I have to leave your class because I legit don't know how to spell my middle name. And when I left, he called the principal and the principal called my house. My mom literally goes, he can't spell his middle name. I mean, what is it like fucking Swasaski or Swasasco? No, it's just, it's long and old and I never even took the time to take care of it. It's old, right? So I'm trying to think of like an old name and it is like a proper name, right? Yeah, I S- mean, if you live S- back Sam- in like Sam S- Sam Samsonite, what if we like Superman's third cousin? <laughs> <laughs> That's Kryptonite. Yeah, but you said mix like Sam with it, like Sam. And <laughs> Samson. It sounds Samsonite. like a chemical compound. That- that's a that's a that's an old. It's, it's okay. So is is it like a like a noble sounding name? Like mm. uh, so, uh, like Beethoven's Day, like uh. You know, I just said Beethoven's Day. If that doesn't give it away, then you're an idiot. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. There you go. I'm so. sorry. I didn't mean that. I love you. I, I love you, too. <laughs> OK, it's also a popular Disney character. Oh, fuck. An older Disney film, though, not one of the newer ones. Like how old? Like, 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 like back in the 50s or 60s? No, like around my time period. Uh, Okay. Like when I was a child. So when probably you were a child. So we're like, talking like nineties then, right? Yeah. 80s. Well, I'm an eighties child. And there's no way you can be an eighties child. I could uh, be. No, you can't. Time travel. No. Oh my God. Uh, hold on. Using and that I Samsonite. To... Using that Samsonite traveling Samsonite. back in time. Yeah. I don't know. So Disney, Disney animated movie begins with an S. Yeah. I don't fucking know, man. Regis Filman. <laughs> 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 Told you I didn't know how to spell it. <sighs> yeah. Man, that's man, got my like head like spinning and shit thinking about it. I mean, but the fact is though, like if you look at names, like we just immediately like our even our ears get in tune to that sound and we get responsive to it. It's like watching a dog. Like, you know, when you're teaching a dog their name and they finally learn it and they learn how to respond from that. Now, this is always a theory I thought of. Do dogs actually hear what we're saying, like the words we're speaking, or do they just hear the noises we make? Okay. So yeah, look, dogs, it's all about repetition, right? And it's all that's all it is. It's it's getting into the rep what's the word I'm looking for? Um because I say it all the time for myself, a, r- a routine, right? That's what it is about. Because I just got a new dog not too long ago. I have like three dogs. So, but Kira, my newest dog, yeah, she she's already caught on to things. Uh, even something as simple, when I go to my second job, I go up to her and I said, okay, you're going to go into Anakin's room now. She walks right up to his bedroom, right in front of the door and waits for me to open the door for her to go in. She, it's routine. Every day. But but does he understand actually what the words you're saying is or what I'm trying to think is like when they hear us, when they hear us talk, are they just hearing the pitch and then matching what that means to do? Because if you think about it, like, is it like Charlie Brown where it's like, wah, 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 wah. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Like, is it like that? Like when you say sit and then you say shit, it sounds so similar. That's why they sit when they shit too. Like if you say, like, don't take a shit. And they go, what? And they sit, you know, like, are they just hearing that? 
it or that 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 pitch that comes out like when you say um no or when you yell they understand it's a bad pitch like they you're used to it being a bad pitch yeah i don't know because remember dogs can hear like super better than we can right so um it's got to be about the pitch or the tone right and like i said i just think it's about being repetitive because you're saying the same thing to them over and over and over again and then finally something clicks in their brain to be like, oh, when I hear this word, I fucking sit. I sit the fuck down. Have you ever actually tried a dog whistle out? No. I tried a dog whistle out, and I was blowing it really hard. And I was nothing like, comes out. Yeah, like the like, sound. I was out. like, nothing. That's what I thought. And then I was like, nothing's coming out. Well, at the time, my grandparents had a Dalmatian, and he fucking busted in through the door <laughs> yeah. and flipped shit. No, I no, mean, no, 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 no. We up against the wall. No, like, that's oh, our human ears can't hear the sound. That's what I'm saying. Only the dog can hear the whistle. Our human ears can't even hear it. Yeah, somebody told me I didn't believe them, and I started blowing into that whistle like a damn steam engine or train. Yeah, that's like that's like saying you can hear the ocean, you know, right in a, in a fucking big fucking seashell or whatever the fucking called, uh, and you can. I grew up by the ocean in Massachusetts. I live by the ocean. I mean, you I can't fucking hear the ocean. I, you you just hear white noise. It's not really no, the ocean. It's the fuck fuck. It's the fucking ocean. But that's a concept idea, though. Can a thing or an item get stained with the kind of sound of an area if it's been there long enough like if you pull like we, we talk about people and like voices and like experiences those are all imprinting under your head your thoughts are all from what you've developed through life so technically that's like an echo or a, like it's a cool concept so stick with me on this when you pick up a shell like let's say it's been in near the ocean for 30 something years you pick it up and then you hold it up to your ear is it just white noise or is there an actual sound of an ocean that or similarities to it that holds it like a memory that holds it like an imprint onto the inside of the shell so that sound that feeling or whatever it is is hooked onto that shell like a, an attachment okay so and I'm going to answer this. Yes, it is the I'm going it is the ocean sound because the shell has been right next to the ocean. You get that legit ocean sound, ocean feel and it just feels it fills your body like like you're sitting like right in front of the ocean. Look, going to a fucking store where they just fucking sell them on the shelf, you pick it up and you put it to your ear, that's fucking white noise or you know whatever. But I hear okay. I, I hear countless people say they can hear the ocean out of a shell that was manufactured in a factory. No, 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 no. No, I, I agree with you. Like the it's just fucking white noise with something that's like on a shelf. If you legit pick one up off of an ocean floor, right next to the ocean, that is true ocean sound because it's absorbed in the shell. I honestly believe that. You do believe this. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck, dude, you believe in Bigfoot for Christ's sake. I mean, so you can't, you mean to tell me hey, you can't hey, believe hey, in sound? Hey, hey, there's a big difference between Bigfoot <laughs> there's not and a shell. You are just the okay, shell so of a man. Only... Bigfoot is the protector of the woods. Okay, and the Loch Ness Monster, UFOs, blah, 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 blah. But you don't... I'm not saying I believe. I'm just saying I'm open-minded. Am I saying oh. that Bigfoot is real? Oh. I have no clue, but I'm saying there's a large possibility that there's a species of ape out there, considering that from two different okay. reported <clears throat> locations, such as North America and sent or um, and up in like near China and everything of that sort, they have two distinctive characteristics that are – 
somewhat similar to a giant species of hominid ape. So I'm saying, is it maybe one giant creature that protects the earth? That's a cool concept, but probably not. But is it a species? Yes. This is why I believe people come from apes. All right. So uh, listen. Uh, no, now, you listen. On. No, oh, God, let God. me say this real quick. Okay. Right. Hang on a second. I only thought of this on one concept. I went to the zoo with my grandparents and mm-hmm. they, I watched a monkey. Okay. We were sitting there watching a little chimpanzee run around the little whatever play area, um, the torture chamber, whatever you want to call it. And <laughs> they dropped a stuffed animal in there. Now, this monkey, first thing it did was pick it up, rip its head off, take the stuffed animal, and start masturbating with it. We came from apes. <laughs> and I brought this up at work. And the one guy's like, are you an idiot? I'm like, it's, it's, is it true? Probably not. But is it funny to think of when that comes to that similarity? He goes, uh, he goes, I don't know. I'm like, dude, if you were an ape and you thought like an ape or you had the brain mentality of an ape, if you would have grabbed a stuffed animal and you were a guy, the first thing you would have did was start masturbating with it. He goes, I don't think so. Then this is just around Halloween time. We're having a pumpkin carving contest at work. A girl brought in a pumpkin for our housekeeping stat or our housekeeping staff. So we're doing a competition against all the staff groups. She made a maid, but she cur- carved out tits for the maid. And immediately the guy looks down, his name is Rico, looked down, saw the tits and goes, I think there is something to your ape theory. Cause <laughs> I'm like, exactly, exactly. My point is proven. It's like seeing animated characters with big tits the chick from who frame rock when i was a kid the chick from who frame roger rabbit so that didn't give you a boner hello but it's right if you correlate any of our basic human functions or primal instincts they all correlate with other animals primal instincts doesn't matter about our genetic code being in relation but when it comes to a guy there is always a physical male superiority aspect even though it might not be the main thing on your mind it is a gloss over point it's the reason why at any point you have a slight thought about what happens if something between a conversation or something between an interaction with another guy, something goes wrong, who would overpower who? You don't think about it very long, but it pops up into your head because there's a primal aspect in men to want to be more dominant, to want to show their physical superiority. Now, listen, with females, it's more of a nurturing aspect. They have that nurture side to them. I'm just saying it's a, it's, it's a questionable, it's a questionable concept, dude. I mean, if you look at it, there are these primal traits about us because at one point it was an uneducated kind of world we were living in, and these were the basic functions. We're just so hip to the way we live now that those primal functions have been um, discategorized or not really thrown into key anymore. Yeah, but you're skating on thin ice, my friend, right? Because of the of the women's movements, right? The Me Too movement. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm subjecting them to be like that. I'm just saying there's an inherent uh, base ability for caring. It doesn't mean about being a stay-at-home mom. It means about an innate caring for an individual's rather than showing aggressive anger, where in a guy, their primal default characteristic is to show dominance and to show protective instincts. When a mother does it, or a woman does it in a much different way, which just showing a loving side, more empathy. That's why when a guy is considered sensitive, it's considered they have more empathy. They're the ones that would be 
in a hunter gatherer society would be the gatherers, even though most males were hunters, because there's a primal aspect in guys to go and feed for the village. I'm not saying this is all true. I'm just saying there has been a little bit of evidence on it and it should stay open minded to consideration because, you know, me, I like to stay open minded to all possible things. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, But that's like very, very old school thinking, right? Like, yeah, the like the guy goes to work, supports the family. The woman stays home, takes care of the kids, takes care of the house. Right. Um, Actually, it's not too far off from religion. Right. In uh, in Christianity, like religion pretty much says that is for the the male, uh, the male to be dominant. Right. And to the woman to follow the male. I mean, like I said, you want to get to that's what I'm saying. So, dude, it's very it's a very crazy subject. Right. Because of all these big women's movements, the Me Too movements. But then, like, if you have people that are religious, religion tells you that the woman is supposed to follow the man and the man is in charge of the household. And it, yeah, like I said, dude, you're really swimming in shallow water with this. So what, you know, I mean, for me, like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Right. I think it's cool that women have strong personalities. Um, I do that, too. I'm not saying they don't. Cause, I'm just saying. Cause like with me, I have like traits on both sides. Right. So I have like real dominant traits and then I have real fucking sensitive traits. That's what I'm saying. But you're like, Oh, you're like, you're, you're like a w- woman. Well, no, no, I'm not saying you're like a woman at all. I'm saying that's the concept of that would make you more sensitive in a deemed society is what I'm saying. See, I think the, the guys that, you know, that we're seeing nowadays that have more sensitivity, I'm a sensitive guy. You know, I'm not, I'm not afraid to shed a tear. You know, if I bump my toe while watering my spice garden or something, but I'm saying it's the, con- it's not about being dominant. It's about that. There are these primal instincts in us all, but, there are capabilities and characteristics that do show like just through recorded history of how man has grown. I think we're becoming in a more adaptive age. You're starting to see a little bit less empathy, to be honest with you, but there are certain characters now that are becoming more empathetic, certain individuals. Uh, well, we're all becoming more empathetic. That's we're not always pussies. true. We're that's all not, fucking pussies now. That's, no, that's not, um, that's not empathy. That's not empathy. I, I no, understand em- that. Empathy is caring, caring. for another individual. Which we're not doing that anymore. Shri- but yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. shrinking, right? As, but we're all being too sensitive when it comes to things we shouldn't be sensitive about. Yes, people are, people are less empathetic, <laughs> but they're more sensitive right about anything like anymore well because we were constantly on a verge of feeling attacked well everybody feels attacked dude what you just said can feel like an attack to somebody even though it was just your opinion even though it was just your opinion about you know just a male being dominant and a female being more sensitive and more nurturing this and that somebody can take that sound bite right cut it paste it and fucking attack you on it Seriously, like that's how today's society is. So I'll accept it with nothing but love and fistfuls of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the problem with today's society is the oversensitivity and everybody's everybody's feelings are hurt about every single thing that happens. Would it just be safer to live in the matrix? Oh, we're all just plugged in. 
<laughs> Honestly, someone brought up a really good point. Like maybe we're already living in the matrix. We're living in a, like a, a kind of a fundamental world. It seems like everything's structured to the nine to fives. And you know, you get those random like deja vu and that stuff like that, that we chalk up to like some type of like hormonal or paranormal thing. But what happens to say if that's not a glitch in our system? Like, have you seen the Rick and Morty episode where they're inside the, the um, this like this, their reality, they're really in a dream. They're in a matrix like system that these aliens have them on a ship. And they're like, people are like randomly like you see a guy throw a ball then it looks like he glitches and comes back and throws it again it's like what just happened did anybody notice that like a bird just stopped him in the air went back and then went forward again and started going normal it's it's in the matrix right the black cat crosses the doorway and then it right you can see the code on it and then it passes again and you know neo's like whoa deja deja vu right so um i I don't know if, if we are in the matrix, I, I just, I want to be Neo. <laughs> I want to be able to fucking fly. Would that make it like lucid dreaming when you figure out you're in a dream and then you end up being able to do whatever you want? Well, I guess that's the point. And you know, you know, it's funny about this topic, right? You talk about people having like psychic ability or this kind of ability and just certain people can reach certain aspects of their brain that other people can't reach, or they can tap into things in their brain that other people can't tap into. The matrix would be like that, right? So the more you would be able to tap in to the matrix, the more I think you'd be able to bend the matrix your way, but it would only be a select few people. Cause those would be the only people that would be able to reach it like in their brain. Right. I feel like if you start questioning too much, you start questioning a lot more and then eventually you end up freaking yourself out to where you start getting like a mental schizophrenia where you feel like the world they, is all against you. And then they got to pull you out. Right. Like they did with Neo. Then they got to, they got to unplug you. They got to pull you out of the matrix. You hit a critical point and then some dude just wakes you up, slaps you in the face. Like, fuck, man, you went too deep. And I'm like, shit, you gave me a book on conspiracies. I'm going to read it. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, it's funny about that is if it is like the matrix, the robots gave you that book on conspiracies. (laughs) Right. Who are who are controlling the matrix? Because in the matrix, the robots are controlling the matrix. So they're the ones that gave you the conspiracy to think the matrix is a conspiracy. Maybe like the world right now, we're just slow rolling into like a matrix society. Cause it seems like nowadays we're hitting to a point where like, it seems like we are being run by robots. Look, man, there's people out there that, you know, yeah, you think about like, you know, will we ever have robots like in our households and like this and that, and will the robots ever take over and this and that, but there's people out there. Cause there's a guy that works uh, in our warehouse where I work um, at my job. I am oh, not wait, exactly. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. Your, 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 your warehouse that you work in. That's so your job. I don't work, work in the warehouse. So my, my job, a, a gentleman who works in the warehouse, this is his belief. I know, but you said where you work and then you were like, yes. my job. And I was like, yeah, but that's usually where you work is your job. All right. Shut, shut, shut the fuck up. So he believes. <laughs> The earth is flat, dude, through and through you. It doesn't matter like how you, you know, you try to open his mind. You'd be like, well, what about this? What about this? No, 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 no. He's going to try to convince you. No, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the earth is truly flat. And that's what he believes to his core. So that's what I'm saying, dude. What's his evidence? 
got me exactly but the thing is you got to see it from his perspective too have you ever been full on belief of something and then next thing you know it's like someone tries to shatter it no but but we have to be well listen though have you ever minded to exactly other I'm, things right? i'm open-minded to so, the flatter theory i think their yeah. evidence comes on the basis of that the fact that every time they get a picture from outer space it's never a full pano shot of the earth it's just like one side and then there's another side because you can't do a pano shot in space because it's just too much mass. so the moon landing was filmed Honestly, that is a really weird theory that I'm actually starting to think. I don't think on the fact, um, if you kind of hear me out here, it's not that the moon landing was fake. It's the concept of that maybe we didn't reach it when we said we reached it. You know what so I'm saying? So we staged it just to we make it seem like. staged it, and then as a propaganda act, was like, hey, guys, we already made it to the moon, and then Russia's like, well, fuck. Well, no, 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 not, it's not worth any more time trying to get there as fast as we can. We could just take our sweet time and get there. And then um, eventually we, we finally actually did make it, but we just never released that because we were like, we're not, we don't need to tell them we made it when we already did, but we can't be like, hey, we're just kidding. You know, April Fool's, haha. No, I, see, I say that's that's there's a little bit of kind of rolling speed towards that i think that's a that's a good point to bring up do i necessarily believe it no but i'm saying with a lot of stuff the government does you look at all past experiments all these things is it out of the realm of possibilities no yeah man because if you tell me apollo 13 like is not real i'm, I'm gonna start crying right now because tom no. hanks was unbelievable in that movie yeah he, <laughs> tom hanks was the real astronaut there <laughs> I mean, but right, they went to the moon and they, you know, slingshot around the moon to come back to Earth. So they just never landed on the moon. That's always scared me. A lot of people are like, oh, you know how awesome it would be to go into space? I'm like, not really, because you know how much therapy you have to go through when you get back down here on Earth? Well, imagine being in that circumstance where your fucking spaceship blows up and it took like every single you know, lucky circumstance just to make it back home. Well, right? I'm not even talking about air and this and I'm, that. I'm not even talking about that circumstance. I'm just talking about going to the, to space in general. Like, do you know how, what those astronauts have to go through when they come back down to earth? Cause usually they spend a large significant amount of time up in outer space, whether it's six months to a year or two years or three years, they just stay up at a space station or something. Well, your bones, they adapt to a different form of gravity. So actually when they come down here, they have to do much like with divers. They have to go into a decompression chamber because they can actually get the bends they can start to get a bunch of things wrong with them see this is really really weird a concept when it comes to deep diving which i started getting kind of interested in not doing it myself but just kind of our, the way our bodies react to just different stimulants um there's a documentary i actually looked up called um it's like somewhere in my browsing history on Netflix after like comedy special, comedy special, murder, comedy special, murder, <laughs> murder. And then it's like documentary and then something with Bill Nye because I like to throw that in there. But um, it's called dino fish. So there was actually a species of fish that was founded back in the age like like now, but it's from the dinosaur era, like 600 million years old. It was recorded. You know, the reason why it survived so long. Oh, we can't get to the bottom. Probably can't it's, get down there, right? Time passage down there is slower. Mm. So deep in the water, time passes like it might pass the same, but it doesn't feel like it because there's no sunlight. You can't tell anything. You can't, your body can't react to know what time of day it is. Can't know the passage of time, but it's so the, the environmental acoustics, all these things down there are 
different. The weather is different. Their skin doesn't get, you know, age as quickly. It's just, it's the weirdest concept. And the only reason we found out about it was because a bunch of Somalian pirates were throwing dynamite into the water and started blowing up all this fucking environment and shit. And next thing you know, these things just started floating to the surface. Crazy. It's like um, going in the opposite direction. It's like climbing Mount Everest or something, dude. Right. Cause when you go up, same thing, you're, it's a different environment, right? Uh, dude, NFL, like football games, NFL games, it's different kicking a field goal at Denver, right? In the Denver stadium. Yeah, a lot of those it, guys are wearing masks because they can't breathe. Dude, exactly. Cause the air's thin, right? So, cause, because the land is higher, you're higher altitude. So yeah. So go the opposite direction, go down in the ocean where, like I said, where we can't even reach the bottom of some parts of the ocean. And like, and like I've heard on several of your podcasts, yeah, we don't know what the fuck is down there. Yeah. Is there fucking, uh, fucking some crazy fucking, uh, dinosaur fish. And absolutely. There's probably some fucked up things down there. Um, Dude, I'm about to give it away, but under the sea. Oh my God. Under the sea. Little mermaid. I just gave you the answer to my middle name. So, and which, I've probably seen that movie like once, like 20 years ago. So I know Ariel, Ursula, and that's about it. I said it started <laughs> so now I'm going to, I, now I'm going to, I said I, it started with an S and so now he's I'm look in that movie. Well, right. that, yeah, but it is true though. When you look at all like the things, but I just think that's crazy that your body has to adjust after it's been in a certain period for longer. Like it's the same thing with our voices as well. If you ever go to like Denver, you ever go to somewhere like Boston, you develop an accent from the area. Cause it's the way people talk down there. I've already talked about this. I grew up in mass right now. I'm in Indiana and I had a East coast accent and it's all pretty much gone now, but yeah. So, I mean, you're right when, and that's the thing, right? So when you, when you move and you stay, your voice changes, it changes to you adapt to the environment around you. Well, Ocean City, Maryland, like we're not, we're, we're still like, we're not, we're close to Baltimore a couple hours away, but we have Baltimore accents, what they consider a Baltimore accent. Instead of saying Tuesday, you say Tuesday. No, yeah, I, go to, I go to work on Monday. I come back on Tuesday. You know, so you your, your middle name is Scuttle. Is that it? So, oh, Sebastian. There you go. Captain Aardvark. Good freaking job of the SS that's dumb. Like a, dude, that's like a common name, Sebastian. I've heard that name a bunch of times. Sebastian, See, dude, Sebastian Shaw was Anakin, was the original Anakin Skywalker force ghost in the original movies before George Lucas um, added all the stuff to him. Sebastian well, I was, Shaw. I was, named, I was named after a popular rock band singer that my mom was best friends with. The... Sebastian's um Stan. What? Who? Who the, what, the what, singer what? for Skid Row? I don't know his last name. Yeah, I think that's uh man. Skid Row's is a awesome band. Yeah, too. that's my mom's best friend. He used to play my Game Boy all the time, Are you apparently. Shitting me? Yeah. Oh my god. I don't even know the guy. I just know yeah, he, that's, he see, wasted that's pretty, my that's awesome. He wasted my Game Boy battery one day, so I haven't seen him since. But he's uh, Sebastian like, Bach. Sorry. Yeah. Sebastian Bach. That's his name. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. 
Well, the thing though, like I, it when is. it comes to like these human adjustments on these environmental influences, like this, some people still think that like some parts of psychology that talk about your environmental influences are what is called a pseudo psychology. It doesn't exist. It's like a fantasy concept. But I'm like, how many times have you seen your body be affected by your environment? Like when it gets cold out, your body adjusts your body. Like it's why when someone lives in a mm -hmm. colder climate, and they come to a place like, you know, if they're from Alaska, I, I went to school with a kid that was from Alaska. He came in the middle of December to um, Maryland and he was wearing a Hawaiian t-shirt with shorts on, no joke. And we're all wearing giant ass puffy jackets. And he's like, this is the warmest I've been in all my years. Yeah, dude, this is super simple. I mean, even for me. So this year, I'm, I'm just trying to save a little bit of money. So dude, I have my thermostat it's 69 degrees right now. I never have my thermostat that low. But I'm keeping it at 69, save a little bit of money right, on some heat. Uh, just just Dude, just to save some money. But it's dude, it's colder 69. in the house. God, shut up. But I have already adjusted to it being 69 degrees in my house all the time. And I'm all right with it. Another thing to point out, uh, the last time I went to Florida, I was 18 years old. Or anytime I went to Florida for that matter. And we went in December. So you could totally tell. Uh, people that are tourists and people that live there because we were down there and fucking t-shirts and shorts in December. And I think the temperature got down to like 55 or 60 dude, people that live down there had fucking jackets on because they thought it was like freezing. No, no joke because you get so used to the warm weather. And like, to me, dude, 60 degrees, 55, dude, that's like perfect. I love like that weather. Do you think like, I'm just trying to, is it adaptation? Like, cause people say evolution's a myth. Like, do you believe in evolution? So, um, that's, that's a crazy question for me, man. Right. Because I grew up Catholic, right? So I grew up with religion and of course I grew up to not believe in evolution. Right. So, um, it's crazy. So it's, so there's like a side of me that's just like, well, okay. Like scientifically evolution makes like sense. Right. But then there's just like, well, faith wise, if you do believe in something right beyond this world, religion makes sense, I guess, to a certain extent. But then my scientific side goes, OK, we evolved from ape and we evolved. And I think I told you the last time I was on your podcast, great thing at the Children's Museum where organisms started in water water right and we grew and we and that this is how everybody's here from you know uh the the, the start of life the earth, fire earth water earth right ice earth um the evolution of earth um why aren't we evolving any longer right it's like what what happened for it to stop uh, I think it, I don't think it's stopped. I think it's just hit because uh, I think evolution happens over such a long span of years, like thousands and thousands of years. It's not immediate. Like it's not like the game Spore, where after five minutes your guy starts growing eyes and starts growing these types of things. I Dude, think it's more. Of, what if Planet of the Apes is like right, like I said? I know it's like a movie, but think about it, man. What if apes could talk? And we come from apes. It's going to happen. That's the, I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, like that movie is not out of like the, and that's a great movie, man. Charlton Heston is excellent. And what's movie. the first word Caesar ever said? Oh shit. No. Hmm. What's what do everybody say nowadays? No. 
Yeah, I say no to they. There's a correlation. God, you know it. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, think speaking of apes and stuff. So, like at our zoo here in uh, Indianapolis, uh, we got orangutans. Uh, past couple years, dude, and like stemming on what you were saying, they're fucking smart, man. So like, they, dude, of course they have seats and they put on a fucking show, and the guy's on the fucking microphone. What He's type like, of monkeys are we talking about? Like orangutans. Those are a different species of ape. Well, fucking monkeys, apes, like, dude. I, I didn't know this until recently, but monkeys, chimpanzees, orangutans, and gorillas—they're all different species of ape. But they're intelligent, and yeah. they and they share a lot of our DNA. But right. ever since I was a kid, I was like, well, they're monkeys. Yeah, but they, they share a lot of our DNA, but we're more closely related to pigs. Our genetic makeup of our intestines and all of our um, organs and stuff, the reason why you get a pig valve, a cow valve, that's more closely in relation to uh, our genetics than a monkey is. A monkey, our brain structure is a little bit of the same. Yeah, like I said, how do you explain that? There's too much. That's what I'm saying. There's too much questionable stuff. If it comes down to like, you look at our genetics and all the stuff we've discovered and everything. It's like, wait a minute. Do we actually know some things or do, are we just scratching the surface on some shit? Seriously? How does everything function in our body? Like how? Like, right. Like who was there at the, like, how, how does it all function? How does your body just keep in all these organs and blood? Yeah. Like, once again, was it fucking, what's his name, <laughs> fucking uh, up in the spaceship, dropping the, the fucking eggs in the volcano? I can't think of the alien's name for the Scientology, uh, you know, and he was just like, yeah, let's fucking make uh, this, this skin and we'll put this here and this here and this here. And all right, here, let's put it all in this egg and we'll just drop it in a volcano. And I know we've talked about if you could, you could have zigged when you could have zagged, but like, let's think of a concept. Imagine if apes were like doing people stuff and we were the ones behind bars. Yeah, that's Planet of the Apes. Yeah, but imagine if we lived in that society. How would we function? Like, what Dude, exhibit okay, do you think, think you would this. be in? I mean, you, you don't have a dog, right? You don't have any pets. I did, and he died. Thanks for oh, bringing that sorry. up. I apologize. Okay, but I have three dogs. You know, I take them out. I take them on walks. I think this thought crosses my mind every single time I walk. If you were the dog. one on the leash? Yes. If that was fucking me... And I just wanted to go where the fuck I want to go. I see a squirrel and I want to fucking go get that squirrel. And my fucking master's yanking on my fucking, I actually look, Hey everybody, I don't use the, um, my dogs have collars, but when I take them for walks, I actually put harnesses on them. So when I pull the leash, it actually pulls on a harness. Yeah. That's, that's very important. Body. A lot of people yes. don't realize that my dog lived to the yes. age of 14 and we couldn't take her on walks anymore because after all of, she's a small dog. So she would constantly tug and, she ended up pinching her trachea like a few years before she died and it made it harder and harder for her to breathe. And that was from all the constant tugging. So yeah, everybody out there that, you know, that has dogs and take them on walks, please. Yeah. Use, use the harnesses, man. It's a, it's a lot safer. And I have a German shepherd and I have two uh, Huskies. So I mean, I have them all in harness when I walk. My buddy had a Newfoundland and he had two of them that, yeah, it was so hard to take them on walks. We just brought a shock collar around, so we just uh, let them so out of leash. I don't like you know, that shit. You could, dude, I swear to God, I had that shock thing on 10. He didn't feel shit. 
<laughs> he did when he was a puppy. Like when we used him, he was probably 150 at the, at a year and a half. He was 150 pounds standing up on his hind legs. I got pictures. I'll send you. you yeah. I, I just, you like, know, he, I send my evidence, you know, I do. I, I know you do, but it's like, and I know, and look, man, if, if you want to use the, the shock collars or you want to use the collars that have like the spikes on them, when you yank them, it kind of drives like some, so, and they're not sharp. But it just he kinda, did not give two shits uh, about it. Uh, I, he, he was a tank, man. I remember I hit him with a snowball one time. I have never seen anything look at me like the damn Sandlot dog. <laughs> he wanted to take me out fast and hard. And look, I tell you, man, my German Shepherd would probably benefit from it because when she sees another dog, dude, she goes batshit crazy, right? So everybody I encounter when I walk my German Shepherd thinks my German Shepherd is vicious and violent and this and that. And she, she's not, but everybody thinks so. And the dirty looks and the people, the small dogs, they'll fucking pick up their dog and they'll give me shitty looks. I'm just like, she's just excited. She's just excited. Honestly, all she wants to do is go sniff them. If she can go up and sniff them, she calms down. But people don't, you know, people don't give her, give it the chance because she fucking goes crazy. That was like that with my buddy's Newfoundland. We take him on walks and stuff and you come across another dog immediately he would throw you with him at the dog. Like yep. he would tug you so hard. Cause yep. he was, I mean, 189 yep. by the time he was two years old. So Ooh. he's a big boy running down the street and he's very intimidating. He was a giant black. He looked like a bear. And, um, I called him diesel. And, uh, he rolled up to this person that had like a German shepherd immediately. Whenever he goes up to any dog, he just goes up and sniffs the most yep. passive thing ever. He just walks up like starts snipping like Beethoven style. And then the dog just started attacking the shit out of him. You know what he did? What? Take a shot in the dark, take a shot in the dark. He, uh, what do you think this big 200 pound thing did to this dog when he got bit in the face? Probably licked them he literally rolled down on his belly and he wanted a belly rub he rolled oh, down yeah, just sat play. there yeah and the dog just sat there attacking his face and he's just sitting there taking it looking like it's not even hurting him i'm like bro and the guy goes picks up like, grabs his chair, pulls it back you need to get your dog on a leash i'm like my dog is on a leash but your dog just basically attacked my dog because your dog can't my dog first so i'm like anybody that would have just watched that would have just saw your dog viciously attacked my dog for being curious yeah so eventually it became to the point we just had to keep him in the fence like we i would walk with him on the street i actually have a video on my phone we have about two miles of straight boards so i'd put a harness on him grab a leash and i get on my longboard and i'm like go diesel next you know he's full on like 30 miles an hour down the boardwalk i'm just flying i'm like guys get out of the way because i'll wreck you right now i'll deck you i'm like an nfl player running down like it was it was so much fun too. People would always go, "You have him out in the snow." I'm like, "Cause he wants to be out there." Oh, and they love my dogs. Love like yeah, the snow and well, being outside. are from Canada, so they, they, like we live in a beach town. So when it's snow outside, I'll sit there. If it's like 10 degree weather, I'm like, Diesel, you got to come inside the house. He's laying all bellied out on top of the snow, like rolling all over. I'm like, come on inside. And people were calling the cops, getting them to come over. And like at my buddy's house that I was just staying there watching their dogs and stuff. And they were like, it's animal cruelty. I'm like, no, it's not. Like I leave the door open for him to come in whenever he wants. He does not want to come in. He will stand out. Like he will just lay there. He just doesn't want it because he loves the snow. Yeah, dogs are built for 
cold. <laughs> well, they're also, he's also I water mean, rescue. I mean, I, I did the mistake of, um, we got him water rescue trained, but I remember me and my buddy were like, dude, let's put him on the kayak. Let's put him on the kayak. So we put him on the kayak and we go out to the middle of our bay. He fucking sees a duck jumps off the kayak while we're all in it. I mean, he doesn't jump like off to the side. This is a small two person kayak. He should not have been on it. He just fit in the middle. We had, uh, what was it? Um, cheers the cheer the cheer wine the freaking uh drink soda and we had that right beside us in a little cooler so we barely had any room in this kayak to do anything we're just balancing he can seize his duck instead of jumping off to the side he jumps off the back of the kayak where i am so he's in front of me straight up four paws to the face clocks me, <laughs> knocks me straight back <laughs> off the kayak our kayak flips and sinks to the bottom of the bay but our bay is only waist deep so when it sinks down, but we happened to be in an area where you couldn't stand, where it was like the one part they dredged out for boats. So we're trying to swim back with this fucking kayak by our toes, like picking it up with our toes, trying to swim with life jackets on. He's freaking already back to shore, rolling around in the sand and shit. We're just sitting here for two hours trying to get out of the bay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Like it's those moments, like at the time I wanted to kill him, but I was having so much fun because like you look back on him now and you're like, that was like some great times. It's and honestly, dude, it's like their instinct. It's like, I, I mentioned like the squirrels do all, all three of my dad, they go ape shit. Like they see a squirrel. It's just their instincts, man. Right. To fucking go chase another animal, you know? And sometimes dude, I don't give a fuck. I just let my German shepherd go and <laughs> she fucking takes off. The squirrel runs up the tree. And then all, all my German shepherd's doing is like pawing on the tree. And you're just like, yeah, you're, you're not going to get them. <laughs> well, we look at like animals and we give them like, we always talk to dogs, like with this dumb baby voice or this, like, like they can't, they're not intelligent. And it's like, no, they're intelligent in other aspects. Like animals are pretty fucking smart. Like at, uh, what page really humbled me on Instagram was called nature is metal. And you get to see things, primal aspects of nature and like all their pictures and videos. It's like, before you click this, are you old enough or are you sure you're not like aware of whatever explicit content? This is might be too graphic for some viewers. And then you click it and it's like a freaking lion with its eye that was scratched in a fight and their eyes just gone. Like it's just an empty hole. And he's just, it's like an up close shot of his face. And he's just like, you know, thugging like with, a, he needs an eye patch or some shit. <laughs> and um, God. you're like looking at these pictures and it truly humbles you because like there are geese in my local area. They are the smartest asshole people or creatures ever oh in this history of yeah. the earth. You know, Ron White actually ran for president, part of the free American party, whatever it was called. And he wanted to literally, he was like, we shouldn't be building up a wall to keep immigrants out. We need to build a fucking net up between America and Canada to keep them fucking geese from coming over here. <laughs> and he was right. Cause these geese will cross the road. So I literally, I don't know if I told you this, but for 10 minutes, I what? watched this woman stop for geese to cross the road one at a time, a line, right? Like a line of ducks. Okay. Cross this road slowly. Finally, the last one's going over 
another car off onto the other side of the freeway honked all the geese ran back over after 10 minutes of progress across the street almost made it ran back they actually flew over the other way the woman was like oh what the fuck and just started driving i was like that's why you don't stop for them because they know they can fly but they looked at you with some confidence and they got their head and they just go you're not gonna hit me motherfucker and they start walking across the street and i'm like he's right he's right and you don't fuck with those geese i have a funny story man it's not funny it actually happened to my son there was a we were walking and this happened like a couple years ago but we were walking into the movies and there was like a couple of them on the sidewalk as we were walking in and you get about the flying this motherfucker jumped flew and was like right over my son's like back back of his neck hissing and shit that fucking freaked the They're uh, so freaked them out. Yeah, it freaked them out like so bad. In my community, we have a pond and they all are in the pond. And I swear, you get near the pond, you go and get near them. My cousin was like, I'm going to go like get, cl- get a close picture of this like geese so I can put on my Instagram. No, I'm like, no, 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 no. Good no, no. fucking luck, bro. They're vicious. He goes, No, they're no. not. Like, I'm bigger than this thing. I'm like, Just wait. He starts running because the thing is flying. I'm going, Yeah, and I'm like, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, man. My my work, my job, um, you know, when I do go into the office, the building, they have like fake wolves around the building to keep the geese away from the building. People keep um, fake deer out on their property sometimes when they go hunting to try and allure animals to them. Oh, so that's why they have the fake deers uh, in their yard. Yeah. It's to um, attract um, animals or or do something kind of like a lot of people do it for decoration. Like if they get a stone statue yeah, yeah. or something. But when you see decoys out on like hunting properties, it's to bring other um, creatures into the area. Oh, yeah. I got a buddy, uh, the guy that um, that uh, I haven't done the band in a while since I've been working so much. But the guy I play music with, dude, he's he hunts with a with, like with a shotgun, with a bow and arrow. It's it's actually pretty cool, man. Like that's fucking right indian shit back in the day like he'll go out and he'll hunt deer bow and arrow so and that takes a lot of fucking skill those are that's probably one of the hardest um things to kill something with you know not a crossbow but an actual pullback bow and arrow yes the amount of force that goes behind it like just pulling it back and way he explained it to me is uh you have to get a precise like heart heart shot i mean it's where the animal suffers it pains me saying yes because if you hit it anywhere else yes it might bleed to death but it probably won't yeah it's probably going to be in a lot of pain and because if you miss it the fucking deer is just going to take off yeah and like i said sometimes if you get it close like he said it will eventually drop right but uh Actually, he said the turkey because he does turkey and deer. Uh, the turkey hunting actually is harder than the deer hunting. Uh, he said the slightest movement of your hand, anything, the turkeys just fucking, they'll fucking go. So it's just really, I, mean, I wouldn't do that shit at all. Like, I, I don't believe in, I don't say I don't believe in it. I personally wouldn't do it. I fucking hate nature, number one. You know, so. at one point in the history of America, a president tried to make the turkey our our nation symbol. What? What? Yeah, so you know how we have the bald eagle? It's bald eagle, yeah. Yeah, well, at one point, we actually wanted to make it the turkey. 
Who wanted uh, to make it to Turkey? Couldn't remember if it was JFK or if it was Roosevelt that wanted to do that. Talk about JFK conspiracies, man. Second I just shooter. talked about this the other day, dude. <laughs> that grassy knoll. <laughs> it's not really grassy. I just want to question one thing for people to think about. There's still there were 500 documents of JFKs that was leaked to the media in 2017 that Trump had released, but Trump kept 50 of those 500 for himself. So what was on the 50 that Hmm. we didn't get? Interesting. The guy at the bush, the guy at the bushes or the fence, right? It was, dude, I've watched, I mean, ages ago, I watched uh, documentaries on it and like, yeah, there was like the fence, the bushes, like where they think the second shooter was. No one brings up the main question though. Like, have you actually seen the video that was released? I don't know about a video, but I've seen plenty of documentaries. And like I said, with the gun that he had, it wasn't like possible. Like they did it. Like it wasn't possible for him to get off that many shots in the time. Right. Well, listen, the shots got how many shots. If you watched the video, what video? There's a video of JFK getting shot. The actual someone was recording. I've I've seen it. Okay. You see how the first bullet goes through his neck? Yeah. Okay. That was one shot from the back. All right. So now listen to this. At any point you get shot with a rifle in the back or in the front, your body moves in the direction the bullet was heading towards. So he would have lunged forward, correct? He would have went head first into his lap because he would have got shot in the throat. From, he would have went forward yeah. from the centrifugal force, whatever you want to call it. You know why when he got shot in the neck, he stayed in an upright position? Why? Because I think it was three months before his presidential speech and that trip that he did, whatever his planned route, he had to go to the doctors. That was forced on him by people in his office because he had a known back problem, and they gave him a back brace. That back brace kept him in an upright position for the bullet to literally go through his neck and the shooter to keep on fucking shooting. Okay, so I didn't know. Yeah, so hey, I don't remember. I have anything the untold. I have the freaking document with all but the facts. How do you argue about taking as many shots? Shots fired compared to the time frame that the shots were fired. I'm not in. saying there's not multiple shooters. Okay, I, I okay. don't have the whole logistics behind that. Well, but but that but whatever. But that's like always been the conspiracy that there was a second shooter. Right. My conspiracy is the fact that six months before JFK got assassinated and his route was changed all that shit because it was supposed to be a faster way to him to get to his meeting or whatever so he can do his debate or he can do his whatever signing in his public whatever view show everybody he's the wants to be the president before that happened he came out with a speech that everyone remembers so damn thoroughly for but they only remember the quick little tidbit at the ending and i for an eye makes the whole world blind well before that if you watch the full speech he goes do i believe there is a shadow society no but if there is i will do my damnedest to make sure we will expose a government that is corrupting and treating us like puppets and something on those lines that's you know a paraphrase obviously but he mentioned shadow society he mentioned puppet like puppet control he mentioned these specific words and 6 months later he gets assassinated and no one's questioning that one so you're saying the government took him out i'm saying that is that a possibility yeah right like the government is responsible for 
No, I mean, I no, I mean, that's where we're going, right? You're telling me the no, government. I, I, that I don't right? know too much about because I haven't really read into 9-11 that much. Well, there's tons of 9-11 conspiracies saying yeah. that the government set it all up. Well, yeah. I think with 9-11, I think the only thing that really seemed like he came bad out of it was the Patriot Act on the fact that now what it's supposed to be known as, uh, I guess, objective towards terrorism. All the titles, like I just, we literally, the episode I just posted, um, we literally talked about the Patriot Act and what's wrong with it. It's all better basis for government security, basically. Them to use your cameras, them to use your system to get information, all this type of shit. It, we literally just gave them an, uh, an, an are okay to watch us even through. Dude, come on. What's what's this right here? That's what I'm saying. What's this right here? This yeah, is the go- this is spying, dude. No matter what action, I'm not everybody listening. I'm holding up my cell phone. No matter what action we take on our cell phone, right? Somebody's watching. Somebody's doc documenting. Because every time you go and do something different, huh? For some reason, you get a message saying, "Hey, hey, Mike, what about this that you looked at yesterday?" what like damn right well well, see the thing is that's what they do now see the 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 main thing with the patriot act without repeating what i already said in the episode that i posted was um big brother man it's it's yeah that's the whole idea but it's a watchful eye which was meant in good intentions with the government but see now the government is now run by a little bit of a different system most of their technology all these bases have a common link towards it much like how we have a common link to it as well google all these massive corporations that are now dominating the market, the government is a lot of their technology is run by sources of this sort. So now when that gives, that means when you're giving open access to the government to watch you to do all these types of things, you're also giving access to Google. You're also giving access Google to be able to access your private information to find out how they can advertise with you better and build up a better infrastructure as a company. So now the, the whole Patriot Act gets a little bit skewed when it comes to their way of displaying it now. See, if you start to, like I said, this is what we talked about. If you start questioning something very, very, like a lot and you start bringing up a lot of questions to it, you start wondering and finding a lot of more flaws into it. But we live in a matrix society because nobody ever wants to question this shit. They just want shit to work out the way it works out and not have any problems happen in their life. But if you decide to actually start questioning stuff, you start unraveling the code. Well, you know what I have a question about? It's uh, really, really concerning to me. Why in the fuck do you chew a piece of gum that's fucking like <laughs> the size of a fucking golf ball fucking that comes out of a fucking twist quarter machine? I look, told look everybody. You. He sends me a fucking picture today of this fucking. He's like, "Hey man, I told you I chewed some fucking uh, hard ass gum." Yeah, it's a fucking golf ball, hard size, big ass gum out of a fucking quarter <laughs> machine. And, and, and come on, tell everybody what happened. Uh, Hold on, listen. Robbie, tell tell everybody what happened. Listen. No, tell everybody what happened. That all comes from my gum story, the last episode we did. But listen, I, I <laughs> bought I bought this piece. I bought I was telling you, I told it's telling the truth. You think I was bullshitting you. <laughs> I bought this piece and the woman looks at me and goes, like the greeter at the door, because now they have greeters at my Walmart. She goes, that's been our, in our machine for a couple of years now. I wouldn't eat that. And I'm like, I know they're hard as a fucking rock. And I fucking bit into that in front of her. Like you bite an apple and like, you know, like bite an apple and toss it behind your back. Fucking bit into it. And all you hear is like sound of porcelain cracking. And I'm like, <laughs> now you gotta go fucking, to the fucking dentist. My mouth right? was all, my mouth was all like still open, like holding on to the thing. I'm like, uh-huh. And she's like, how did that feel? And I'm just like, <laughs> 
like in my mouth. I just took it out and I was like, that's this what you do. You see, it's like a squirrel and a nut. He bites it first, then he breaks it with his hands. That's what I did. I broke it first and did it like that and walked out like a fucking OG. <laughs> Your fucking quarter machine piece of gum. That's the size. I was of a- walking down oh the dental aisle in Walmart chewing that thing. <laughs> All the people in the pharmacy were looking at me like, God damn, he's like chewing 30 pieces of gum. I'm like, damn right, 75 cents. Once my response was just looking at this picture, my TMJ is going ape shit. And yeah, if you if, if anybody out there else out there, the listeners, if they have a TMJ, you feel my pain because having what's a TMJ a, sucks. What's a TMJ? Man, it like you get like locked jaw. I basically grind my teeth at night when I sleep. Um, oh, my dem- my dentist goes ape shit because since I don't wear a mouth guard, I'm supposed to wear a mouth guard at night so I don't grind. So when you grind your teeth, my right, my teeth are just like grinding together. And it's actually causing my teeth to wear down in the back. And they're just like, Mike, you got you gotta wear a mouth guard. And then you can get severe pain from your jaw that feels like a fucking ear infection. Uh, and the only, the only reason I found this out several, several, several years ago was I thought I had an ear infection. I went to the doctor and they're just like, your ears look fine. And they were just like, have you ever, they were just like, where's the pain come from? I'm like, well, it's up here. And they're just like, that could be coming from your jaw. And I was like, what? And they're like, you could have a TMJ. And then I went to the dentist and but yeah, I have a TM. My, my daughter has it. I have it. It fucking sucks balls because your jaw will just start hurting. Uh, it can hurt from excessive chewing. That's why I really don't chew gum a lot anymore. Um, like yeah, carrots and like anything you got to really chomp, chomp on. And like that could really affect it. It could cause it to get painful. Usually it doesn't bother me, but when it does, it fucking hurts like really bad. And I fucking talk a lot. You know that. So it's crazy. Cause I haven't been to the dentist in like, since oh, I was come like on, man. Eight. You didn't tell me you don't believe in the dentist. Like you don't believe in the fucking doctor. Come I don't on. have medical insurance. So the oh, Robbie, I know like you got to get fucking, ins- I know you don't, I do dude. I signed up. I'm, it doesn't roll in until January though, right. but it's all only right. happened. Cause I, I had like a, I had like a thing. I was like, all right, I'm seriously, it's been a week. I haven't gone to the bathroom. I feel like there's a knife in my stomach. And I was like, I need to get like something looked at, like whatever. And um, yeah, yeah, so uh, hopefully that gets enrolled. I was like, is there any way I can go now? And then you guys cover me later. They're like, no, you got to wait till January. It doesn't work like that, man. I'm like, damn, well, so what do I do? They're like, don't get hurt until January. I'm like, you just put a jinx on me, you bastard. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy though, because like, you know, like, I had my wisdom teeth come in and I had them come in on my right side. And I walked into work like my mouth was all like, looked like I was chewing that one of those giant wads of gum. Yeah. And like everyone's like, what's wrong with your mouth? Did you get hit in the face at like a bar? Cause I'm like in my twenties. So they always assume like if I get hurt something at a bar and I'm like, I don't even drink. And, uh, <laughs> they were like, yeah, what is that? I'm like, I think my wisdom teeth are coming in. Like, Oh, you need to get that taken care of right now. It's going to be a big pain. It's going to be like this. I'm like, I'll be okay. Fucking slept it off. It was gone the next day. <laughs> Wisdom no, teeth. Well, it'll my, come back to haunt you, my friend. Well, look, my it mom will. kept my mom kept hers, so she just kept that on my head. She's like, if it starts hurting really bad, you start getting headaches. Let me know, but you might be able to keep yours. And my mouth's already like my front teeth, my all my left sides. Why I don't ever show my mouth a lot. Um, my left side shifted forward. And my right side is shifted back. So yeah, because there's teeth, just extra teeth in the very back. See what well, happened? I've had that since I was a child. I've always had a shifted mouth. Oh, uh, 
Well, you're yeah. you're a shifty guy, so that's what know. I do. I walk with a black hoodie at night, wearing shorts in twenty degree weather, <laughs> running down the road, fucking ten miles. I got home. First thing I did was I went right in the bathroom. It took a shit. No, <laughs> I took the longest piss because for it's some reason I, there were there's no trees to go behind. There's no trees to go behind. So I had to, everybody's house. I can't just like knock on a neighbor's door because then every five minutes I'd have to stop like every quarter of a mile. Excuse me, can I use your bathroom? Why don't, <laughs> where's your mom, kids? Like I don't know. I don't, it's so funny. I mean, my, my, my son doesn't listen to this podcast, but yeah, man, like, dude, like, it's so funny, dude. My son comes home because I work from home pretty much all like every day and he'll come home from school, dude. And he'll fucking shit. <laughs> when I'm just like, so one day I was just like, I was like, Hey man, I was just like, you ever like go to the bathroom at school? He's like, I can't shit at, shit at school. That's what, <laughs> dude, that's what a lot of people do. My buddy would always wait till he got home. I'm like, he's like, we're like in the car. Like, Hey, you want to go to Chick-fil-A? Cause that's what we did. Like religiously on our, on our senior year. We always went to Chick-fil-A afterwards. Got a spicy chicken, yeah, French fries and a chocolate milkshake. No cherry. Bam. All right. Well, um, we did that every single day after school and freaking dude, he would be like, I can't, I have to go home. I'm like, why is it? I have to shit. I'm like, go to school. He's like, you know how awkward it is? And I'm like, dude, I do it all the time. Yeah. You get the occasional asshole that walks in like, man, someone's taking a shit in here. I'm like, damn right. That's why there's stalls in here. You smell my shit. Good for you. You're in a bathroom. I mean, that's what you go in there to do. I had to start carrying Lysol and stuff at work because like, I'll, 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 dude, no, I swear to you. All right. So funny story. This happened two days ago. I'm at work. We're outside. It's 30 mile an hour winds and it's 20 degrees out. So we're all like trying to hide from the cold. Like while we we're putting linen out by the truck to, to get it all picked up. And I'm like, so am I good to go now that I've helped with linen? Like, yeah, you can roll. There's nothing here. There's like five people here. We're good to go. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and I farted and I was like, they're not going to smell it at all he's smoking a cigarette hiding behind like this part where this air won't get to him this cold ass air he literally fucking goes holy shit walks out into the cold and goes out and deals with that wind then be you know my thing i'm like did you smell that and he goes i can't believe that and this one other dude smoking a cigarette i'm like are you still standing there and you smell it and he's like dude nice nice and goes inside and i'm like that's the fu- and I literally got on the radio. I was like, "Did you like that?" And then he goes, "I can't believe that. Like that is distinct. Like that is the oh, wrong." I'm like, "Yeah, I've been asleep in my house at two o'clock in the morning and farted in like my blanket, and I gave myself a Dutch oven. I woke up in the morning, fucking <laughs> dude. I was like, oh, oh, like you ever have those where you're like, it doesn't even smell." You're like, oh, that didn't smell it. You know, silent didn't smell. And dude, I woke up in the morning after I opened up my cocoon that I do in with my blanket when it's cold out. And freaking, I was hit with a wave that would have took me right back out, dude. (laughs) I've had people wake me up in my house before and tell me to go outside. I'm like, it's one o'clock in the morning. And they're like, I don't care. Future Robbie girlfriends, make sure you're listening right now. (laughs) That's what I told all my exes. I said, hey. I am okay if you fart. Like, it's fine with that. But just know if you open up that door, you're doing it for me as well. 
I was about to say, when you can find the one that can tolerate your farts, it's a keeper. <laughs> I remember, well, see, it's funny because my supervisor at work never believed me when I said it was that bad. And I told him like, I would randomly, he'd be telling me to like do something. He'd be like, hey, can you please do this? Or can you like uh, try and help me out with this? And I'm like, yeah, give me a minute and I'll walk outside. And then I'll come back in like a minute later. He's like, what did you just go do? I was like, I had to, I had to relieve some gas. He's like, okay. <laughs> uh, and he was like... He was like, but he was actually sitting there, but he never believed me. And I told him I'm lactose sensitive. So this day, two days ago at work, we had pizza. So I thought I got like, I got one slice of pizza. I said, Hey, I'm going to do this and I'll go burn 1600 calories at the gym or something. Yeah. I grabbed the pizza and it was supposed to be, the cheese was supposed to be pasta sauce. It was supposed to be the white Alfredo. They did it like a vegetarian style. And, um, or it was some type of sauce or something that's supposed to be like for, vegetable goers or something so i was like oh i'll eat this it's better than cheese knowing that my stomach can't handle it and um i freaking ate it dude and the next thing i know i told him i was like did you smell that and he goes holy shit and walks all the <laughs> way out into the cold dude freaking winter is coming game of thrones up dude he texted me when i got home he's like i can't believe that and i'm like that's why i carry lysol in my pocket at work i have a little pocket one of those sprays I'm telling you, man, there need there we need to come up with an invention, man. Like like we can like put in put in your fucking underwear or something, right? So when you fucking fart, like right, it like smells like roses. <laughs> or just sell my stuff to the government. <laughs> bottle it. You know fucking that, bottle it up. Have you ever tried that before? Like fart no. in a jar and try and mail no. it? Uh-uh. I farted in a jar all the time. <laughs> I smelled it and I fucking like almost threw up. <laughs> so it reminds me of Jackass. So have you seen any, have you seen all those Jackass yeah, movies? So there's the one where they're farting and he's, he's got like the, the tube and the fucking and he's mask throwing up. Face. Yeah. And, and he's he just fucking farting and shitting and, yeah. and he's like puking like inside the mat. Oh my God. Yeah. That's just, fuck. he goes into the fucking store and they got a row of toilets. He goes in there and fucking shits in one of the toilets. Well, I was watching this podcast on um, that. This guy, his name is Drew P- Pinsky. I think his name is Drew Pinsky. Pinsky. Um, he's like a, like a medical professional. He used to do these things called Dateline or Loveline connection. Oh, with Dr. Too. Drew. Yeah. Dr. Drew. So yeah. he actually has a podcast called Dr. Drew. It's called After Dark with Dr. Drew. And it's like yeah. all these like, they have famous comedians on there, but they talk about like their medical, like, like just stuff. And this one dude's showing them this guy that's swimming in like nothing but sewage feces. Like he's just wearing like a, one of those skin caps for his hair, but he's swimming in it and then eating it too. Like and it's like, a, uh, it was like a fetish though, but he was talking about like the people that like, like the smell of farts and that like, um, are like aroused by it, like the fetish. He goes, there's actually a health benefit because what your body is releasing is known as, um, magnesium sulf- sulfate or something. And it's very, very corrosive to your body it's what happens is when you relieve gas it's actually healthy for you because it's your body flushing out toxins anything your body releases is good for you right so like with and i i like what i tell people is you know i'm i i'm sick less and i'm you know this one because i exercise more and like yeah man like when i'm on the treadmill and it takes about seven eight minutes and then i start sweating and when i get to 15 i'm fucking drenched and like sometimes, like it, it's 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 stupid, but like I think to myself, I'm just like getting all the toxins out of my body, baby. Yeah, That's man. Like, what it is? No, like the, yeah, any anything that yeah comes out is good. Look, 
The first two weeks I went to the gym, I sweated nothing but spicy nacho Doritos to the point I can never have a Dorito again. (laughs) I know how it is. I drank a bottle of Fireball and I went to the gym for the next two days after that. I sweated nothing but cinnamon. Now I can't freaking stand cinnamon. Look, man, I swear by exercise and like, I wasn't that guy. Right. Um, I am skinny. I've always been skinny my entire life. I, you know, I'm, I've always been toothpick skinny, but like, man, like I swear by exercising, get all the toxins out, get more healthier, eat a little better. Um, I'm telling you, man, like you will feel so much better, you know, even even if you have restrictions, right. Where you can't jog. Cause I jog, right. When I get on the treadmill, like I don't walk or speed walk, I'm jogging for, you know, 45, 50 minutes straight. So, I mean, but if you can just get out there and walk or do whatever, I'm telling you, man, but, but like, yeah, sweating, I'm telling you, dude, like sweating is, is key and getting your heart, like your heart rate, you know, your heart level raised to get it pumping all that stuff like helps you. So yeah, man, it's good for your body to get your blood going, get your blood moving, get the toxins out and eat and eat some fucking Dunkin' Donuts. No, donuts are bad. You don't want to be fun with that jelly. You don't want to be with the savage that sucks the jelly out of them, dude. I'm telling you. We're all filled with our own jelly. (laughs) Some of it's a little bit more toxic than others. People are filled with shit, man, is what what it is, man. You're quoting my my grandfather. (laughs) Well, if the boot fits, right? (laughs) So should I just call this the saga of flatulence? (laughs) Well, fuck, man. We had like a 20-minute conversation about fucking farts. That's how that's how this podcast goes damn it surprisingly the last couple i've recorded we've brought this concept up so yeah hey man you already know dude we can we can sit here and talk about anything so (laughs) i mean shit we've barely you know we've talked about a million things and we still have a million more things to talk about (laughs) hell yeah sebastian Damn you. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Getting it out there to the government so they can track me more so like I, I can't said, go hey, Jack Reacher on them. Hey, like I said, from a Star Wars uh, fan perspective, Sebastian Shaw was the original Anakin Skywalker force ghost in Return of the Jedi. So there you go. There you go. Wait, wait what? Wait, wait. Okay, so the original star Wars version. So when the, so when the movies originally came out in 77 and 80 and 83, right. Those are the original versions of the films. Then in the nineties, George Lucas released the special editions where he changed things and added things to the movies. And then after revenge, the ones you've seen, right? You've seen episode one, episode two, episode three, revenge of the Sith. After revenge of the Sith came out, he added more things to the Blu-ray release of the movies. So when you watch the Blu-ray versions, Anakin Skywalker's force ghost at the end is Hayden Christensen from episodes two and three. But if you watch the original versions of star Wars back in the eighties and nineties, it's actually an old, guy and the actor's name is sebastian shaw who played the old force ghost anakin skywalker when luke's looking at the ghosts at the end of return of the jedi yeah i couldn't they just named me beowulf 
Who fucks with Beowulf? You don't want to know why they changed it? You don't sure. know why they changed why? it? Because in George, since the, he did the prequels, he, you know, believes, and, you know, and this kind of makes sense, that Anakin Skywalker dies in episode three when he becomes Darth Vader. So, hence, when... Darth Vader dies in Return of the Jedi. He actually doesn't die as Darth Vader, right? Because Luke turns him to the light side. So when he dies, he's Anakin Skywalker again. So when he force projects himself as Anakin Skywalker, it's actually at the moment of his death, which was in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, when he looked like a young Anakin Skywalker. There you go. Don't you have family to attend to? <laughs> <laughs> you already know, man. I can sit here and talk all day Star Wars. I know. So, we we you, can always talk, me and you. It just goes on and on and on. Goes on and 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 on. Just like Dick Tom, Dick Tom and Lando. Let's do a fart time with Lando. Fart time, fart time with Lando. Who's got the biggest rip. Who's got the <laughs> biggest rip? Well, Lando, I'm going to give you here a second to be able to plug where people can find your awesome content on the Sith Talkers. So um, you can find it. Sith Talkers, a Star Wars podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, all podcast platforms check us out we are a star wars podcast not your traditional star wars podcast we love to try to put a lot of humor in it um with segments like dick time with lando uh so um yeah check us out you know if you're in the star wars if you're not in the star wars hey check out tomorrow's episode that drops tomorrow you know why because robbie keeping it real kenobi he is my special guest host because my brother uh, had some had a situation to deal with, and I call uh, I got with Robbie, and it's just me and him doing the podcast. So there you go, check it out. It'll be today's episode because I'm posting this one tomorrow. Well, then because I'm posting Sith Talkers tomorrow. Yeah, so it'll go up on the same days. Yeah, well, mine will go tomorrow night because I always post it Sunday. Mine night. goes tomorrow night as well, so maybe oh. they come out at the same time. Should we schedule it that way? Eight, 8 p.m. is when I drop Sith Talkers. I like to drop my deuces around six. <laughs> you know, you speak going back to your body. Like you always fucking shit at the same Everything time. Everything comes down to poop <laughs> from the top of your head to the bottom talking of about your routine, sh- right? Routine. You shit at the same time. Every okay. Day. So look, I have a religious time. I always go to the bathroom at two 30 in the morning. See, See? So I, when I ate, seafood dinner when i went out to eat with my grandfather i brought this concept of because i brought up the baltimore incident where literally this is how it went i was like i don't want to bring this up if you forgot remember i texted you this i said i don't want to bring this up if you forgot but remember the time we were at a ravens game and he stops me goes when you ship between two parked cars i go yes (laughs) and he goes that was some funny shit i'm like it literally was and like we're laughing about it and i'm like that wasn't awkward for you at all he goes no he goes i was just happy i had toilet paper in my car (laughs) i never thought i'd ever use it and i'm like right that was a perfect scenario he goes you literally he goes your dad was freaking out most of all i was like yeah he was really upset i just looked at your father and was like people gotta take a shit like what do you expect and i'm like so wait a minute i have a specific time i go to the bathroom do you have a specific time he goes oh my god yes and my grandmom looks over and goes it's at 5 a.m every day 
And he doesn't just get up and slow walk there. He gets up and fucking hurries his ass there. And I'm like, that's just like me. Where like I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and I bolt into the bathroom and people start texting me, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, I'm taking <laughs> shit. And he goes, "Yeah, that." He goes, "That's a Robertson characteristic." I was like, "Damn." I was like, "That's a really weird trait to have," but I'm glad I have that connection with you. <laughs> I always wondered where it come from. And I said, it comes down to our basic genetics. It's like, genetics. Yeah, right. We're wrapping it around to genetics. You know, again. you get your dad's hair and your mom's eyes and this and that. And you get and my grandpa's bowel system. <laughs> get your shit, your shit from your grandfather. You know what the real name to that uh, famous cartoon with the last name Robertson? What? What? Hey, hey, hey. Oh, Fat Albert. That's uh, they're they're called the Robertsons. I don't see. I don't even remember that. See, what I remember as a kid is um, Bill Cosby doing uh, picture phases, picture phases, da, 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 the picture phases. Do 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 do. You know what's really weird is he bought the Little Rascals and he made it so they don't show it anymore. Like, really? Do you remember, do you know what I'm talking about? Where it was yeah. like Bill Cosby and like he had this marker and you're like it do 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 do, and it was dude. It only it only happened during Fat Albert episodes well it's really weird that that you won't be able to see like little rascals or anything like that anymore unless you own the the tapes for it because he took it all off like he bought everything everything last thing from it bill cosby yeah because he's the one that produced that show oh i didn't know that he produced the little rascals produced fat albert like all that old stuff that you don't see anymore he owns all the rights to it so they're not allowed to play it Man, that's a di- yeah. What a dick move. That was a deep thing. It was just like something yeah. he created. And he decided to take it away. That's almost as bad as Michael Jackson stealing like all the Beatles songs right from under Paul McCartney <laughs> when he needed to rebuy the rights. Go right? to two minutes and thirty eight seconds into the original track of uh, the Beatles. I think it's Hey Jude. You get yeah, to no. hear a slip up of John. Um, what's it? Not yeah. It's John Lennon or either Paul McCartney, they miss a note on one of their, like in the song and they're still singing. It's right before he goes, Hey, right. When he says, Hey, at the beginning of Hey Jude in that little break, you hear John Lennon go fucking hell, or they think it's bloody hell. But if you listen to it and stop it, there's a video on YouTube that slow mows it for you in the original on like released recording. There's him saying that. And it was on their album, except when you go to the new remastered stuff, that's not on. It's there. not. Okay. It I was gonna say, dude, I've listened to that song like a million times. Look yeah. it up. When you, we get done with this podcast, it's going to blow your freaking mind, dude. Look up the video where it shows it and breaks it down for you, where the guy slows it down. You hear him literally go, Oh, bloody hell. Uh, there's videos out there of like Paul McCartney, like singing out of tune and shit that will blow your mind. Well, Cause right, right. What the best singers in the world. And then like you go and you find videos of them, him being out. Yeah, dude, everybody's human. What do you, right? what do you expect though? They're tripping on acid. Oh man. The, the Sergeant Peppers, a magical mystery tour and the white album. What, you best, don't you start know. thinking of Lucy in the sky with diamonds or an octopus's garden without drugs being involved. Unless you're a Bob Ross and you just can paint. Hey, let me put a nice little uh, tree right here. Yeah. Nice little uh, stormtrooper. Can you believe right he here. never like sold any of his art? It's crazy. That's dude, but that's, that's an artist, man. Like pure and pure. 
right? I'm not doing it for profit. Trees. I have no clue who Bob Ross is, to be honest with you. I just know he's that painter guy, but yeah. I had no idea of any of his work. Yeah, I mean, it, he has documentaries on Netflix. I either, honestly rather watch that than the new Star Wars. Yeah, and the only reason I'm really super familiar with him because like on Sesame Street, like when I was a kid, you watch Sesame Street on PBS. Dude, he was like on PBS and like it would go, it'd go from like Mr. Rogers to Sesame Street to this fucking dude painting fucking trees and fucking mountains and shit. And like, and like you don't change the channel. You're like, whoa, that's really cool. <laughs> so it is really cool. It's all yeah, and and really, that's all we had. We didn't have like fucking a thousand cartoons like at our thing fingertips now dude i had sesame street mr rogers and right fucking that's it and like a you know old school spider-man transformers gi joe shit when i was younger uh bugs bunny looney tunes was like the top thing when i was yeah a kid. i love looney tunes is why i stayed sick from school all the time I just oh, watch fucking, looney a. Tunes. fucking yeah. a man yeah, yeah. it's always a beat a beat a beat a beat that's all folks that is all folks